Hi friends, I'm Katie Brinkley and you're listening to Rocky Mountain Marketing. With nearly two decades helping business owners, consultants, and coaches with their digital marketing, I know that social media can be an incredible tool to grow your business when you know how to do it the right way. And that's what we're going to do today. I teach you how to navigate the world of entrepreneurship and digital marketing, and hopefully you'll grow your business with a few great tips you wouldn't have known otherwise, and maybe even discover a great local business you love. Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. Now, today's guest, I've had the pleasure of seeing speak on stage numerous times. Um, she's done short workshops. I've been in some of her hour and a long, hour and a half long workshops, but she is known as the queen of relationship marketing. Uh, my guest today is the one and only Jessica Phillips. And Jessica, I, I have to say again, I've seen you speak pre-COVID, post-COVID, during clubhouse times, <laughs> during COVID. And we actually got to hang out uh, a couple times, not only at Social Media Marketing World, but also at the event that your business, Now Marketing Group, puts together, uh, which is Social Media Week Lima. And I got this, for those who are watching on YouTube, I got this amazing bobblehead from it, uh, one of the gifts that she gives out to her speakers. Uh, so I'll be sure to include this in the social media posts. But Jessica, you have been amazing in the world of relationship marketing. And it was a term that I really feel like you've owned that entire space. When I hear the word relationship marketing, I think Jessica Phillips. And you you started your, your business, now Marketing Group, back in 2010, only a laptop and a vision to give people with the heart the upper hand. And now Marketing Group has been recognized as one of the best places to work in 2022. It's a Forbes-recognized agency partner. You've partnered with Facebook, Google, Inbound with HubSpot. I mean, the list goes on. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for just inviting me on. I've always loved our times together and just nerding out. I know we have similar beliefs on the right way to show up for marketing. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited to be here. Well, and you've had your business now, now Marketing Group, for, for 12 and a half years almost, which is, that's a long time. I mean, it, it's one of those things where I think when... When I read your intro of you started this back when you just had a laptop and a vision, you know, did you expect to have really probably which was at the time a, a side hustle or or a freelance gig turn into the amazing business that you have today? I think I knew because I was so determined to make it work because it wasn't a side hustle or a freelance thing. I went all in out of a frustration in working in corporate America to needing to start a business to provide for my family. And because I'd worked in corporate America and telecommunications and really kind of was a workhorse there, right? I showed up, I did the work, I was in the evolution of the cell phones at the time and was helping mom and pop shops get set up, selling our service and training them on the right ways of marketing and, and customer service. And it really kind of fell in love with that entrepreneurial spirit. But I ended up getting sick when I was having a family. I was pregnant with my daughter 
And at that time, I was put in the hospital for eight out of the nine months I was pregnant. And it was only eight out of the nine months because they took her early because I had a condition called hyperemesis, which I'd never heard of before, but it's really where you can't stop getting sick. So literally, I had a food bag, pick line, the whole nine, like in the hospital. And, but it worked for this company forever. It was my first big girl job and had put like everything into it, working many, many more hours than the 40 that they allotted for us per week. But the moment that I got sick and I couldn't show up, even though I was like the top salesperson, they let me go and said, oh, we can't cover your territory, but we don't want to you know, pay you too while having somebody else cover it. So we're just going to let you go. And I realized quickly all the things that were wrong with that scenario of, you know, just how you treat the team that shows up for you, how they were starting to treat even their customers and um, the people that were supposed to be selling for them. And it's just really kind of gave me a time to create something that I wanted to be part of. So I went all in uh, when I started Now Marketing Group and could I have imagined the growth that we would have over 12 years? Probably not. But at the same time, I was so determined <laughs> to kind of like do something else and do it the right way, no matter how long it took. Um, yeah, because I think I was just like that much in that zone of that's not the right way to do it. And that's not how businesses should run at the end of the day. Well, and Jessica, you have definitely embraced that mentality with, as being a business owner now. And uh, I've obviously, I follow you on social media. I stay connected with the Now Marketing Group on social media. And you guys have been rated as one of the top places to work. And I want, before we dive into the whole relationship marketing topic, as a business owner, because there's a lot of business owners who listen to this podcast, was that experience with your previous corporate job one of the biggest factors as you grew your business? Because, you know, you always want to get to that point where you start delegating and start hiring out different employees and making sure that one, they're they're a good fit, that they do the, the, the job the best, better than you, effectively, if that's how you want to grow, they have to be better than you. But finding those people that were better than than you at their at their individual roles, but you were able to nurture them and formulate form a, a community, form yeah. a family yeah. of of employees. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head there. Yeah, that was the start of it. I think at the beginning, if I'm completely honest, I fell into the same trap of like, oh, I need to hire the person that's the best at this and only looking at skill set versus personality too. Um, and there has to be a core heart and passion for what you're there to do. And you can't just hire on skill. Yes, you do want to hire people that are smarter than you. All my team members are smarter than me. It, they have their zone of genius and they are rocking it. And I um, continue to be, you know, just amazed by what they do. So yes, we do need to hire people with talent, but at the same time, we have to hire people that care. And so the point where I was starting the agency and building something I wanted to be part of, I knew the challenges that I had. I had a new baby at the time, right? And I knew like, hey, it doesn't make sense if somebody's going to be able to work from their computer to have to drive in an hour if they live an hour away just to come into an office to work beside me so I can what monitor them. Like there has to be a mutual level of trust built. There has to be, you know, encouragement for that person to not only succeed in their current role, but also in what they're passionate about. Like 
all of us have hobbies, the cares, the desires that we have just innately within us. And if those things aren't nurtured, something else is going to sacrifice, you know, be sacrificed as a result. And I believe marketing truly is just connect its relationship building, hence relationship marketing. That's where it kind of all came from. But it does start with the core. I like to say we start from the inside out with all things we do in marketing. It starts from first, what do we believe as an organization? Like, what are we truly here to do? It's not the service. It's not the product that we're selling. But it's like, what is it that we're truly here to do? But then who are we here to do it with and for? And the with is the team that you're building around you because they're ultimately the ones that are creating that service or product. And they're usually the ones that are working with your customer. And if the customer isn't happy and if they're not happy, nothing's going to grow as a result. And it doesn't matter like how much you market or how shiny you make your website or anything else that you're doing. Nothing's going to stick if the foundation isn't right. So you have to build that environment where people want to show up for you when there's challenges. I mean, I remember back to the times when I first started and I was so excited to open my first office. And my first office was like, maybe a closet and a half. Okay. And we had one like really ugly table and some really used office chairs that weren't even really office chairs. Uh, they just looked cute. It was like an Ikea kind of thing. And we all sat around this really ugly table in this really small space, but I was like happy for it. And I remember the talented individuals that came and still decided to work for me. I couldn't pay them really jack because we were just starting. I had no idea like the ways to price things. And I look back now and those people that are still with me today, 12 years later, when they started there was because they cared and they they invested because they knew I was investing in them. And then they've grown with me as a result and me with them, watching them shine in other areas of their life. And our clients feel that and they get a, you know, uh, the, a feeling of it, not just based on what we're providing for them, but they've asked us, you know, to help them in other areas because they know we genuinely are invested. And I think that's what everyone has to feel at the end of the day to, to be loyal and to want to refer a business on that they're working with. It has to feel like somebody is really there for you, um, no matter what. Well, and Jessica, I, I could see that with your business when I went when I spoke at Social Media Week. You know, I was able to see you, Andrew. I, I believe probably your entire team was there. Um, there was a bunch of them running around in those pink shirts, and every single one of them seemed like this is exact. They couldn't think of any other place that they would rather be than at that event, and. That speaks, that speaks one, uh, wonders about you as a business owner, but two, everyone else that was at that event was like, man, everyone loves being here. Everyone loves Jessica. What is, what's her secret? What is she doing? And when you speak about relationship marketing, it's exactly that you're, you're leading everybody with what you, it was kind of the golden rule, treat others how you want <laughs> exactly. to be treated, but, but yeah. that emulates out from you to your employees, then on to your clients. So let's dive into that sure. that a little bit more with with relationship marketing because, like I said, I hear that term and I'm like, well, Jessica Phillips has got to be around here somewhere. <laughs> so for those who are saying, well, what do you mean relationship marketing? Mm -hmm. What do you mean relationship marketing? Yeah. So I like to think of relationship marketing is really the art of growing repeat and referral business through, I like to call it the care approach, out care your competition. And of course, care is an acronym that we kind of model everything that we do for clients around with ha helping them capture attention, 
articulate their message with clarity and conviction, relationship building for repeat referral business, and exceptional experiences. But it's not a magic like formula. It's like, oh, I'm going to tell you to go here and then do this and do that. It truly is pausing for a moment and starting from the inside out of saying, okay, I want first to grow my business, but where am I going? Like, where am I, what am I wanting to be known for? How do I want to make people feel when they're working with our business, no matter what it is that we do? And who are we here to do business for and with, like I said before? So doing that, it is making some of the hard decisions, like you said, the golden rule, do what, you know, treat others the way you want to be treated, but also doing what's right, not what's easy. There is no like magic pill or magic site that's going to do all these things for you. And it is a long term game plan. It is not a short term fix, but I promise you it is focusing on building that momentum if you're doing it right, not what's easy, building the momentum to hopefully when you get to this point now where you've identified your manifesto, what your company believes, you identify who you want to be as part of your team and those people that have just this area of zone of genius, you build that culture that you want to cultivate. Now you know who you want to do business for your personas, your ideal audience, because we don't want to try to serve everyone. We want to work with the people that we truly can help and that enjoy doing business with us and we enjoy doing business with them. And then finding the community that you can align with that you can support them and they align with your beliefs. So what this does, instead of building out a sales funnel approach, like most marketing is been taught before where it's like, hey, you push messages out and you bring people to the sales funnel and then you bring them from, you know, a marketing qualified lead to a sales qualified lead to a customer. And then now you just have to keep doing more marketing to feed the funnel. Instead, it's like, no, we're going to build this foundation that creates this momentum that then turns our marketing and our sales and our business growth into a flywheel. So it's continuously growing because of the momentum that you've put at the core and the momentum that you continue focusing on. So it's turning, I like to say, our followers like on social media and to true fans by truly showing up to care and listen and add value. It's turning our clients into our biggest advocates by truly showing up to listen, to engage, to support them and to give them a good experience. It's turning our you know team members into our biggest evangelists because they truly are enjoying what they're doing. And the people in our community that do align with what we believe and that are showing up in a similar way to support their community that they already have maybe this trusted built-in community that you can align with, that we're turning our community into collaborators where we can kind of co-create together and really uh, expand our messaging and our marketing out from there. What this does then is turn word of mouth to now world of mouth and in turns the marketing that used to be what I call bullhorn approach and turns it into a, a magnet instead. So being a magnet versus a bullhorn because it's going to draw the right people in and it's going to get them to stick with you longer and then refer you to more people. And when you have that, like I've never had a salesperson at Now Marketing Group. It's all been word of mouth. It's all been started at the beginning with offering free training sessions, teaching people how to do social media management. That's what I first started out with before we grew into web and video and all the other things. But it was teaching them how to do what we do, 
what we do. And they're like, why are you telling us how to do your job? Aren't you trying to sell us something? I'm like, no, I think I really feel like you should be growing your business using social media. I'm going to tell you how to do it because you're not hiring me because you can't Google how to do it. You're hiring me because you don't want to. You'd rather run your business. But because that trust was built and they could see that I cared, then they'd sign on. Then they'd stay with us. Then they continued growing with us over time. So I know that was a long story long to the answer of what is relationship no, marketing. But relationship marketing, if I were to put it into one sentence, is truly showing up to outcare the competition and to be focused on repeat referral business, not just new sales. It's a complete kind of flip in how we've been taught about marketing and sales before. Yeah. And, and, and one of the things that I love about what you were saying there, in addition to dropping the co-create, you know, terminology, which was the theme for social media week, 2022, um, was co-create. I, I am a huge fan of collaboration over competition. I mean, it could be said for what we're doing right now. We are collaborating together and taking both of our audiences and putting out a message out there to help others continue to learn and how to grow. And I mean, I was I was talking to one of uh, somebody at a networking event about a year ago about some social media. And I was like, well, you need to start. I mean, they looked and I was like, well, why aren't we giving like tips on like the, the three things that you need to have in place if you want to start real estate investing? And they're like, well, that's what they get if they buy the course. And I was like, listen to me. If somebody wants to take all the free information that you give out there, if someone wants to listen to every single podcast episode, read all my blogs and follow all my social medias, um, they could learn how to do this whole social media thing on their own. Uh, But they decide to work with you because they're like, man, think of all the the free stuff they're giving. Look at all the way that they're giving, giving now without even me paying them. What will I get from them when I do pay them? And uh, it, it, it's exactly that. But before we move on to the next question, have you ever read the book, The Go-Giver, Jessica? No, I haven't. I was given it as a gift and I have it like literally like right over here. Big. I need to read it. <laughs> and I've been told this a couple of times, so I need to do it. Um, it is definitely one of those things now that all the crazy, uh, you know, <laughs> sports season stuff is over that now I need to like, dedicate and read um, for sure. It's, I feel like you are very much in alignment with the, the storyteller of, of that story. And, um, it's for those who have not read the book, it's called the go-giver. It's, it's a very easy read. It's only, I want to say like maybe 120 pages. Um, so you could probably bust through it in a week. And I, I just read it. Everything that you're saying here is so in alignment with that book because it is, it is so true. The more you're willing to give, the more people want to talk about you in a positive light. And the more you're willing to help others, one, your employees see it, they want to stay working for you. The the people that are following you on social media are like, man, look at all the stuff that they're doing. I want to be a part of that. Or I'm not looking for that service, but I know someone who is. And I'm a huge advocate for inbound marketing as well because – it feels genuine to me. I have such a hard time with cold outreach and sending the cold DMs. And, you know, it's it's hard for me. I know it is a very successful way of doing business. It's the way most people do business. But let's just talk about inbound marketing a little bit, Jessica, because I think that many people are like, oh, well, doesn't that take a while to do inbound marketing? But really, you're, it takes a while, but you're getting 
clients that are going to stick with you for a longer time, right? Yes, absolutely. You hit the nail on the head. And that's one important thing, kind of going back to something you just said, talking about, you know, somebody maybe digesting all your free content. Awesome. They're a fan now. There are so many people that are cheerleaders for us that have been for years that will probably never work with us, never have, but that's okay because they're a cheerleader and that should be like even one of your personas if you're creating them or avatars or ideal customer groups, whatever you want to call them, which is one of the aspects of inbound marketing is identifying who you want to work with and then how you're going to help them because the whole goal is understanding customer behavior, one, Two, genuinely showing up because it costs less. We've all been taught this, or hopefully you've heard this before. It costs less to keep a customer than to earn a new one, okay? One. Two, people are basing buying decisions right now on who they feel is going to provide the best experience, experience being a verb, how we're going to make people feel, whether that's through the transactional process, through working with us, we all look at the reviews before we purchase something, whether we decide where to stay at a hotel or eat or buying on Amazon. And now we're doing this with companies too. That's why many of the social networks even are building in like asking for referrals for things like who do you know that can do X or Y? That's why now, you know, even just uh, online, Google's ranking sites based on sentiment, not just keyword stuffing and links, it's sentiment. So that means relevancy and authority, relevancy on how you're showing up, that you're crystal clear on what you do, authority being other people are going there and they're finding value, so they're staying. And now with the user page experience, it's, are they in, you know, taking that information and actually finding some helpful content to it to keep coming back. So when we look at these elements, and now the studies say 90% of buying decisions start online, most of the time people aren't even talking to you yet. They're going and make doing their research before they choose working with you or another person that does the thing that you do and basing their decision on what they're hearing, what they're reading, you know, what they're experiencing on just the online perspective. Or it could be maybe they are stopping into your store, but 90% of buying decisions are starting online. So the inbound principle is serving first. It's giving them an experience, a taste of what your experience would be like. It's like that free sample of ice cream that you taste if you're going to an ice cream shop before they give you the full thing, right? You're saying, hey, I really think you're going to like this. And if you don't, I don't want to serve it to you because you're not going to like it and you're going to give me a bad review. So that's okay too. I want you to find the right flavor for you. And so as inbound, you're offering that value and your whole goal is to get people to stick with you longer because that builds the momentum and you're going to grow the repeat referral business. And people that are with you longer are going to spend more. They're going to stay longer and they're going to help you be that, you know, grow your sales because they're now your sales marketing army with you and for you because you're, they're your cheerleaders. Whether they pay you a dollar or they don't, it's okay. It's still part of that flywheel growing in momentum versus just thinking, oh, I'm going to find another one like that. That if I can just get person wants to buy from me, I just have to keep going and churning and burning. And then you've seen those companies that were like that, that when 2020 happened or something that happens where we're closing a few doors for you to get those clients in so you can even sell to them. Now what? Because you don't have anybody having your back and there's no loyalty there to stick with you. So a lot of those companies close their doors, unfortunately, if they didn't have the foundation right. And on the flip side, we've seen a lot of companies with heart 
did even if a co- customer couldn't buy from them at that time, or they weren't able to get the value and maybe their small gym membership at that time, they still paid the dues because they were like, I know that small business owner. They've always treated me well. They've supported my son's softball team or whatever. I'm going to keep paying because I value the relationship. And that's where the difference happens. And this is the new marketing where you, you can't buy community. You can't fake how you make people feel. You know, everybody has access to the information. So you got to do the work or you're not going to get the business. And I think that with what you said, Jessica, especially with video being such a strong part of so many different marketing plans, you can tell when someone's reading something off of a computer screen. You can tell when somebody isn't authentically showing up and people look for that. They're like, oh, I don't know. I don't like the way that I feel when I when I see them or something doesn't feel right. And with us as business owners being more expected to show up on video, to show up on audio, to show up, you know, in this virtual space on a regular basis, people can tell if you're the person that they want to do business with. And one of the things that you said earlier on about your your business, now marketing group, you said, I've never, we've never hired a salesperson. I just want to focus on that for a minute because you have a team at Now Marketing Group, and not one of them does sales. And you have been in business for 12 years. <laughs> You're a very successful business, and you've never had a salesperson. So that says a lot about you as a business owner, the relationship marketing that you're pushing out there for your business, but then three, the culture that is there at Now Marketing Group. And and as I said before, I got to see it firsthand at Social Media Week uh, 22. And for for those of you that that don't know, Jessica holds this event in her town, which is (laughs) um, a place that I didn't know existed. Um, It's it's a small small town in Ohio, but it has some of the best people there. It, I mean, I didn't get out too much, but everyone that I saw and everyone that I talked to, uh, they were super duper nice. And I guess it's that Midwest hospitality that we we don't get here in, in the Rocky Mountains. But <laughs> talk to us a little bit about why you decided you want to put you wanted to put together a conference mm-hmm. in a town like Lima. Yeah. Yeah. So Lima, Ohio is uh, not Lima, Peru. And maybe that's why some people got interested at first when they see Lima, but <laughs> it is Lima, not Lima. Uh, but it's population like 30,000. And it's a community of makers. It's a community of entrepreneurs. It's a community of hard workers. And I actually went to the, I've been to every single one of the social media marketing worlds that have um, happened. I first, when I was starting the company, I just felt like I was, I was kind of laughed at at the beginning here in my community. They were like, social media, that's going to be gone in a while. And it's, you know, it was kind of the good old boys club. It's very conservative group of, of people along with the, the makers and all the other amazing people here. But it was something where I needed to be surrounded by people that supported 
the the value of social media and how, what it could do to build relationships. And then it wasn't just another site that you could do push messages on and tell them about your, you know, your promo that you have happening or whatever and not respond to people. But it had more of a value than that. So going to social media marketing world, I felt like I found my community of people, right? I found my tribe, if you will. And I was so amazed by them bringing all these talented and um, brilliant individuals together that were truly kind of paving the way for what could be done online with online marketing that I was like, man, our community needs something like this. So it was like a few weeks later, I put on our first one, uh, Social Media Week Lima. It was just in our office at the time. And I think we could have like 20 something people in our training room. And so we just put on a, a really small event at the time. And I invited other business owners and things to, to help, um, you know, give value and, and share what they were doing when the people that were doing it well. And then I realized like, we need more of that. Like we need to grow this. So end up moving it to, um, the university, UNOH. Um, they have a convention center like right next to the school. And so working with them and the students there would be a place for them to learn to because I help at the university as well as bring in other uh, speakers and just brilliant people that show up with care and heart that could help and, and teach what's to come in marketing and give, like I say in, in the bio and, and part of my manifesto, like people with heart and upper hand, because I feel like that's the place now that I send the team is to other conferences, to learn from others, to truly put in the work and, and do what's right to grow their business. So that's why I started um, having it. And I really did want to share one other thing that you mentioned about not having a sales rep, but at the same time, everyone on the team is kind of a sales rep without being a sales rep because we all get referrals. And, and so it just feels though like a conversation, not a presentation. Um, when, yes. when the conversations happen about how can you help my business? I've heard about you from so-and-so or it comes in as a website lead. And I look at what the person is looking for and I will forward it on to who I feel like would have the best conversation with them. And then we have the conversation and and they end up signing, clients end up signing up and then the team members, any of us would get commission from it. But so it's, everybody's a sales rep and nobody's a sales rep at the same time. <laughs> well, but I wanted to focus on that because you have no designated sales rep. You have this conference what you have is a gigantic team of sales rep throughout the entire city of Lima, Ohio. Your entire city is your sales rep because of the way that you have built your business with that giving first mentality, with the way of you showing up and giving, you know, hey, I'm bringing in some of the best speakers, uh, best marketers from around the country, from around the world sometimes to our town to talk to you and to teach you. And you're the you're the one that's bringing everyone there. And, and they want to do business with you. They want to refer their friends to you. So that is one of the biggest sales teams I've ever seen. So with that being said, Jessica, you do this event every year. I was able to go last year uh, and it was, man, last year I was a blur. It was in early May, correct? June. June, early yeah. June. And man, I, I always time just flies. a few months it ago. Weird. It feels like, <laughs> So talk to us about what's on the docket for mm -hmm. 2023. Yeah. So we have an exciting uh, event planned this year. I always say that, but I feel like it keeps leveling up each year. Every time we get more people there and the energy just grows and I, I love it. It's, yeah, it really is one of the just 
best times to reconnect and refuel with people, in my opinion. But this year, um, it's June 21st and June 22nd. And the theme for this year is called Emerge. Um, I try to have a theme each year, as you alluded to earlier. The theme last year was co-create and how to collaborate together and and truly build um, you know new experiences for people. But Emerge is all about blossoming into what you were truly created to do and to show up with clarity, conviction, and can do it so consistently so you can just do the dang thing, right? (laughs) Instead of just sitting on it and how to emerge, how to let go of the stuff that's like weighing you down, that's not really doing its job, but grow into that that place that you need to. And so we have a incredible lineup of people that are going to be talking about their experiences of failure, growth, lessons they've learned along the way. Uh, typically, like day one is those like, hey, let's get you in the right mindset and tactical mindset and action steps to prepare. And then the day two is the how-to, the hands-on, let's get it going. Uh, now type talk. So have an incredible, um, already started signing on speakers. I know we talked about you coming back, hopefully. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, next I year. need another bobblehead. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the beautiful thing about bobbleheads is we were talking before we came online is that their hair stays perfect all the time. Don't have to worry about recoloring or grays as I got going on now with three teenage daughters. They pop up faster and faster. <laughs> But no, I'm, I'm really excited. We also are um, bringing in, uh, this is the first time I'm ever going to mention this. So your audience gets a sneak peek, but we're bringing in an emerge stage to where people that have like, you know, just something to, to share and to say, or maybe they want to be a speaker for the first time. There's going to be a spot, um, that we have set up in front of our step and repeat and a videographer there on hand for them to do their presentation, a short presentation. Um, and then we'll record it for them. They can promote it and, and be, uh, in the running to kind of be on the big stage then the next year. I love it. That, that see, look at you continuing to give back and help level people up. And well, Jessica, this has been an awesome conversation. I feel like you and I could dive into even more about <laughs> emerging with our own businesses and um, our what what drove our passions. So maybe I have to have you come back on before the event uh, gets started. But this has been awesome. It's always a pleasure to talk with you. If people want to learn more about you, or other than you know going out to social media week. Sure. Uh, where else can they connect with you online? Yeah, uh, the easiest place, depending on what social network is your social network of choice, is just to go to my personal website. Um, it's Jessica, J-E-S-S-I-K-A, Phillips, P-H-I-L-L-I-P-S.com. And then the social channel links are there. Also, connection to Now Marketing Group and all the things there. Um, that's probably the best place. Awesome, Jessica. And all everything will be uh, attached in the show notes of this week's episode. Always great talking with you. Thanks again so much for coming on the show today. Thank you. You're the best always. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. Make sure to subscribe so that you can continue navigating the world of entrepreneurship. And I'd love to hear from you please leave the show a review and connect with me on social media. You can find me on Instagram at I am Katie Brinkley or connect with me on LinkedIn. And if you're ready to start making some sales on social media, be sure to grab my free guide to selling in the DMs without being spammy. You can get that at katiebrinkley.com. Let's keep taking your marketing to all new heights.